Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. Tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here than any other place on the planet. The meeting of the Inner Circle is always intended to provide us with a little bit more support, prayerfully inspiration, motive to be motivated, to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand on behalf of life itself, to realize that there is one real eye, one absolute eye that sees through every eye, and that we have the opportunity to have leverage over all of the divisiveness that has been issued through religion and politics and politics and um, those who are categorizing themselves as one form of human eater or the other in terms of what your diets are and what your habits are and what your preferences and your sexual relationships and all of that. But we, in light of whatever it is, is our experience. There's an absolute truth to who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence and whether we care to be supremely intelligent or not. Or not is beyond just a matter of choice as a result of there being an initiative that is depopulation and genocide where the food is the tool of oppression and our oppression is happening at the cellular level so that no matter how much education we have, how much money we have, how much access we have, how much experience we have, for all intents and purposes, we're still missing in action because we are failing to do that which is ours to do by virtue of the divine design and inherent purpose in existence in exalting a full effort and a full life's urge to self-actualize, self-realize, and be harmonized in the intelligence and with the intelligence of existence itself. That so many ones are calling by so many different names, but there are so many gods that go by different names and other spiritual intelligences, the gods, the goddesses, the lords, the lordesses, the saints, the saviors, there has always been and there will always be hierarchy of spiritual accomplishment. And those of us who are on the planet are having our opportunity to realize that life is school. And there are certain things that we should be mastering ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our passions, our lusts, our desires, to come to a point and place where we really allow nothing to control us, nothing to take over us, nothing to put us in a place and space where we have lost our right alignment with that which beats our hearts and breathes us. And because we have been on the path of adulteration where the intention by virtue of our socialization, our education, our religious training has been to give us some sense of right and willfulness to be sinful, to be out of alignment, to feel as though that's what real freedom in America is, is your opportunity to do whatever the hell you want to do regardless of who it impacts, who it affects, and 
whether or not it is detrimental to yourself. But that's a part of the programming. That's a part of the divisiveness that has been instituted as a result of the assault upon ourselves with artificial colors, artificial flavors, Nutrisweet, Aspartame, white sugar, and the tobacco, the alcohol, and all of the residues that have come from the nitrates and nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the potassium metasulfites, and all of these other chemicals that are in that stuff that they call food. And we are in the midst of crisis. We're in a pandemic of sickness, illness, and disease. And where we are, no matter who we are with, our families are being torn apart, have been torn apart, and that there are some who really have no one left except themselves. And so there's the bloodline, and then there's the spiritual families that we have to create, that we have the opportunity to create. Those who are not necessarily like-minded, but on a very similar trajectory in terms of catapulting ourselves off the path of adulteration onto the path of maturation where the divine core of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence seeks its unfoldment, its flowering, its blossoming, its conscious cultivation. And that's where we are now. We have so much available to us in the midst of all of the stuff that is going on. It is our time to exalt a full effort in our care to be rightly aligned, to be cleared from the violations of whatever it was. The verbal abuse, the mental abuse, the physical abuse, the uh, sexual abuse, the all of the things that have tainted our reality and charged guilt and shame and blame upon our emotional body and supported us in anesthetizing and inebriating and intoxicating ourselves so that we are not remembering and caring to be forgotten as we are forgetting that there is divinity as life itself. It's hard to really feel as divine as we actually are when you are feeling beat down and torn up and bad and sick and oppressed and devastated and emotionally war-torn. It's hard to really accept that in the midst of the worldliness that we are dwelling in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and as these ones that are dwelling on the planet that is spinning in space, and that space is the fullness of the substance of the presence of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is divinely designed us. That the more you focus on the worldliness and the wrongness and the distortion and the dysfunction and how bad you feel without exalting a full effort in feeling well and clearing and cleansing and purifying so that you are being renewed and rebirthed, having a new mind and an opportunity to exalt a full effort in your living, loving, lifting, enriching, enhancing, celebrating, rejoicing, remembering that we have come through lineages of people and these people have made sacrifices so that we do have a greater access to ourselves. And to come to that place in space now where it matters to us to seek our wholeness, it matters to us to be healed, it matters to us to realize that where sickness, illness, disease, and death has been legislated as 
popular and common activity, collective learning and education, the path of prosperity, and that we have those who've been licensed, certified, and agreed to put band-aids on the cancers that are being created and to mislead the people into thinking that there are no cures for these things and that he have to be drug-dependent and chemical-dependent for the rest of their lives. We are in a now moment where there has always been a better way, but we have to consciously care to seek the better way. And in light of how many ones are passing away or dying or leaving, whichever it is that they're doing or have done, we who are left here don't have the time to truly, truly grieve because it's our time to really consciously commit to living fully on behalf of those who could not, who would not, to understand that we can transform, transmute that grief into that which fuels our fires to walk a stronger walk, to reach ever higher, to dig even deeper, to stand in ever greater degrees of personal integrity in and with the awesomeness of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And to realize that foundationally we are breatharians first, we must breathe. There is no point in time since we took our first breath that we are without our breath unless there were moments where we were revivified and brought back. And in the moments that we have maybe were in someplace else, there was a decision that was made to come forward, to be present. And as we examine our lives and realize how blessed we each are because we are under the salvation, we've been saved many times. And I'm asking you to consider what it is you are willing to do, to give, to sacrifice, to commit to as a result of the salvation that you've already received, as a result of the deliverance you have already received, as a result of the blessedness that you are already in, what are you willing to do? And for our coming to a point and place where you have witnessed the ones that you love withering away, dying, passing away, whatever that phase of being phased out and leaving the body or succumbing into that body, whichever is going on, we who are present have the responsibility to be able to respond correctly and directly to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide and multi-trillion dollars in sickness, illness, disease, and death is something that we can do something about it. We do not have to support it. And as a result of having been complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with it, now is our time to change our mind and realize that there is no future in doing that which undermines ourselves. A house divided against itself shall not stand. So that each individuation of us as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence should be exalting a full effort, a full life's urge in loving and respecting and reverencing and appreciating loving and giving more of ourselves to that which is gifted itself unto us with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. Why would we not? 
But to come to a point in place where we're complicit and complacent with our own violation, annihilation and whatnot means that, yes, you get exactly what you've applied yourself to. But to think that you are worthy and deserving of an eternal life that you have not earned, that it's going to be given to you regardless of how you have supported your own degradation and devastation and how you were co-conspirating with the forces and and the Agenda that is sickness, illness, disease, and death, working against life itself, getting a paycheck to work on behalf of the corporate deities of death and think that that is not creating dis-ease within you because there is inherent purpose in existence and the purpose of our being is not just to have whatever experience we're choosing, but to consciously care to avoid the traps that there are in sensuality, sexuality, greed, um, Gluttony and all of these things that that whittle away at the essence of the truth of the divinity of our own beings. It matters that we understand that this is school. And the intention of it is for us to clear our past life karma by accepting the goodness and the greatness of of the now moment of opportunity to exalt a full effort to be one who is consciously caring to be harmonious with life itself. But we can't continue to feed off the carcasses of dead animals and think that we or you are going to avoid disease. The disease is already there. And now, because we have generations who have been brought up on nothing but hamburgers and hot dogs coming from the corporate entities and the corporate deities of death, you are about to see an explosion of dis-ease and dysfunction, the likes of which no one has ever witnessed before. So I'm just saying, at this particular point in juncture, it is time for us to realize that we are intelligences of existence beyond who we are based upon the hue of people that we are, based upon the ethnicity of us, based upon our religious orientation, based upon our sexual orientation, or any of those things that were really do not constitute the truth of us. And based upon these things that do not constitute the truth of us, then we're practicing all manners of bigotry, and warfare, and genocide, ethnic cleansing. A people who undermine their children, a people who poison their children, a people who market artificially colored, artificially flavored, Nutri-sweet, aspartame-laden, white sugar things, candy, and all of this garbage to their children are people who are destined to die. See, America is not in decline. America has fallen. It's in the freaking sewage and gutter. As As a concept, as a corporate entity, You cannot think that capitalism is the light of the world and that you can institute that which is not committed to the laws that govern existence and perpetuate it as if it's something that is the light that should be followed when it is a cancer upon the world. 
and that there can be no true democracy where the people are poisoned and and then socialized and sublimated and psychologically and behaviorally modified to poison themselves and their children as if it's fun and chic. This is the way we celebrate our birthdays and, and our graduations and our weddings and our receptions and all of this. I'm just saying is that let's get a grip and realize that we are intelligences of existence and we should be much more intelligent than that. With each and every breath, we are gifted by the presence of existence and the intelligence of existence that is gifted itself to each of us. We don't have to fight over it. We don't have to war over it. We've been given the capacity for thought so that we are able to communicate and create win-win situations across the globe. But where every people have decided that they want to follow the dimness, the darkness, and create the cancer in the world to feel as though the, your uh, might makes you right. That your warfare and your warring gives you authority over other ones. That your ability to depopulate and just kill millions of people makes you supreme and superior. We're in a place in space where we are going to really see the hand of the living gods and goddesses raised completely up. The hearts open up to come to a point and place where we are being called to stand up, to get up, to raise up, to come to a point and place where we are uncompromising with that which is light, that which is right, that which is ours to do on behalf of all of those who would not, who could not, who did not know how to, who didn't care to do it. It is our time to do it and if you will not participate then you will not know the glory of having participated and having cleared, cleansed, purified renewed, rebirthed, regenerated rejuvenated yourselves so that your body became the temple for the true living spirits of the true gods and goddesses that dwell in this realm and our duty, obligation and responsibility is to create heaven on earth And to be in a place and space where you would rather assault yourselves with, with chemicals, with pharmaceuticals, with chemo and radiation, than accept the clearing, the cleansing, the consecration from Mother Earth through the air, the breath, the water, the herbs, and the clays in the earth, which mineralize and alkalize and pulls forward any of the toxicity that men have created. You would rather chemicalize and poison yourself. You would rather follow those who have already proven that they don't know, they don't care to know, but you follow them. As if they were your gods. And to be on the path of sickness, illness, disease, and death. And love it. Then love it. And love your dying and love your suffering and leave the freaking doctors and their chemotherapy and all of that alone. Because you don't need it. 
And to be in a place and space where we're seeing our teenagers pass away, we're seeing the children pass away, we're seeing the youth ones leaving children behind, behind them having cancer of the breast and cancer of the uterus and cancer of the prostate and cancer of the liver and cancer of the blood and all of this because we have been fed the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, Nutrisweet aspartame and all of this garbage, plus the tobacco, the alcohol, the sugar and all of this stuff which defiles the blood and puts men in a place where they feel like they are not real men anymore. There's no one to hold them to any accountability for being real men, the progenitor of lineages, and they can be as doggish and as thuggish and as polluted and as defiling and and turn themselves into pedophiles and rapists and incestuals and all of this. I'm just saying we need to get a grip and understand that that can't go on. And if that's what makes you a man, then understand that you get exactly what you deserve. Because there is no way in hell that you can be a violator consistently and not meet a tragic date with fate. And I don't care what your stature is, and I don't care what robes and what uniforms you put on. The bottom line is that you're here to be held to a higher accountability at this point of the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And the only reason that all of this is going on is because the blood has been defiled with the rot of pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and whatnot. And you all are not asking, what is the root of this issue? You think it's the love of money? It's not the love of money. It's the love of flesh. It's the love of blood. It's the love of killing. It's the love of war and it's the love of raging it's the love of of being wicked being distorted being out of order feeling a sense of entitlement to do whatever the hell you want to do with somebody to somebody as if that makes you powerful it just makes you stupid makes you sinful, makes you wicked, and puts you in the path and the trajectory of sickness, illness, disease, and death in a tragic date with fate. And for those who have been along that path and and you're remorseful about it and you're repentive about it and you care to be cleared and cleansed and purified, then there is redemption for those of us who care to release and let go and, and to realize that there's a greater way. And the only way that all of this exists is because it's a part of the divisiveness. It's a part of the plan to sow the people in vice in order for these ones to have control in the world. They decided they must destroy it first to sow the people in vice so that you are disconnected from your spiritual help. And now it's a money game. You just want more and more money, more and more money. What good is the money going to do you when you are on a trajectory with death? Refusing to cultivate the wealth of yourself. Refusing to honor the divinity of your being, refusing to accept the sacredness and the sanctity of life itself, refusing to honor the gifts that you've been given with each and every breath and every beat of your heart. There is nothing that you can do in this now moment that makes greater sense than taking the time to divest by clearing, cleansing, purifying, renewing, rebirthing so that we are able to participate with the reconciliation, the restitution the realignment 
and the resurrection of a fallen humanity so that we are a glory unto the whole and the whole is a glory unto us and we are flipping this script and doing that which is ours to do inciting with that which is right and righteous and standing on behalf of a wholeness for everything and everybody in being reconciled with the divinity of our own beings as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, we are at the threshold of the establishment of the eternal government upon the planet. And yes, America has fallen, and yes, Europe is, and all of the countries have participated in whatever degrees of degradation and pedophilia and enslavement and entrapment and all of that. Everybody is going to be held completely accountable and responsible to the absolute law, and the absolute law is truly love. And in that loving, we have to be able to forgive ourselves, to honor ourselves, and to realign ourselves. But when you refuse to do what's in your best interest, when you refuse to accept that you've been wrong, when you uh, would rather be in the perpetuation and the continuation of of error, then uh, you will have that tragic day with fate. But the issue is, how much will you suffer in the meantime? If you feel entitled to death, and you feel entitled that you should be dying from something, then... Why have it be that you're killing yourself? You say all death is suicide and suicide is the one unforgivable sin. You've heard that. And I'm just saying is that, no, we were given life and our life is an eternal life. We should not be sacrificing it or um, putting ourselves in a place and space where we're participating in the, in the carnage. You understand the carnage of billions of creatures and billions of species and and the depopulation and the fall of, of humanity when we should be rising. Every hue of people, regardless of what continent we've touched down upon the earth on, We are all being called to be completely cleared emotionally and mentally of the violations of being on the path of adulteration, adulterating, adulterated, adult, short for no longer what the intelligence of existence intended for itself. You said, what would it take for you to reverse these issues, to heal from everything from AIDS? It, it takes you to care to do it. It takes you to have faith in knowing it can be done. It takes you to be able to clear, cleanse, purify, renew, rebirth, regenerate, rejuvenate that bloodstream, that lymphatic system, that your, your cellular functioning to liberate at the cellular level through oxygenation, hydration, mineralization, alkalization, and opening up all channels of elimination so that you can truly be nourished and nurtured, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and made whole. And I'm here to help. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. 
You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are using your phone apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who try to make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed hour, I am so grateful for you and pray that you are literally feeling so much more of the more that you truly are, that you are always digging deeper, reaching higher to stand in the greater degrees of your own personal love, light, wisdom, and truth in the integrity of your own awesomeness as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to come to that place and space of our own personal commitments to being, our own personal realization, revelation, clarification, and and decision to really live in the lawfulness and the fulfillment of the law that is love. And that love has to be applied across the board. You have to apply that love to yourself and to all other of yourselves and your romantic relationships, your cooperative relationships, your partnerships, your work relationships. I mean, there is nothing and no one you should not be in love with and love is really the harmony of truth and the truth is that we each of these living loving intelligent potent and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence and to be in a place where we are functioning supremely intelligently is the real key and the real issue and I am the one who is consistently reminding us that there has been something very wrong in the world for quite a while. I am the one who asked, knocked, sought, and prayed to get the answers to what that is. And now it's everywhere prevalent and all pervasive in terms of how many other voices are speaking to this world conquering rampage of divisiveness to put us in a place and space where we are oppressed at the cellular level through that garbage that they call food that is not food at all unless you're a fool to think that you can eat the flesh of dead animals the aborted fetuses of chickens the pus and mucus of cows all manners of artificially colored artificially flavored nutrisweet aspartame laden white sugar and all of this and then function in absolute and supreme intelligence it cannot be done And so we're in a place in space now where you have the opportunity to choose because the pandemic of sickness, illness, and disease is something that you can avoid in terms of what the consequences of eating all of this stuff over decades and what it has created. And to know that this conspiracy is not just something that is just as a result of not being in light. It is as a result of being wicked that these things are prevalent. And those who work on behalf of what I refer to as the corporate deities of death are not aware that they are really working as the tools in the hands of Satan, Lucifer, and the devil themselves in terms of going to work every day and producing, manufacturing, distributing, and uh, advertising and selling and promoting things that undermine our cellular integrity. 
And we have to begin to ask, why have we not progressed as a humanity of people to any greater degree than being steeped in so much sickness, illness, and disease, and despair, and degradation, and violation, and molestation, and warfare, and rape, and all of this stuff? You understand, to come to a point in a place where you're entertained by death, you're entertained by insanity, you're entertained by other people's inability to control any part of themselves, that they can't control their sexual appetites or desires. They can't control anything. And it all plays out on the screen in front of us and in front of your children. And our coming to a point in place where we have an understanding and an understanding that the politics and, and having programming that is reflective of what goes on in the White House and whatnot and all of the adultery and all of the other things that is uh, shown, you know, and we say, oh, well, that's just television. But it's so much deeper than that in the sense that there is purpose in our being on the planet and our purpose in being on the planet is not to be entertained in sickness, illness and disease, wickedness and warfare and bloodshed and violence and all of this. But to have so much of it so blatantly available to you as if this is the the apex of, of creative genius that everybody should be exposed to. And a lot of this stuff is just so vile, so base, so wicked that to find yourself sitting in front of it consistently, continuously, day in and day out, day in and day out is the evidence of your having been programmed to think that there is real excitement in it, that your life in and of itself lacks so much that you prefer to be anesthetized and stupefied in front of a, a screen that shows you nothing of the genius of who you are. And then the programming that does, you may not even reach for that. So we have to now come to a point in place where you realize that if this is the creative genius that we have in our day is to reproduce more sickness, illness, disease, murderous, rapists, violent, and all of this, then we are literally needing to read the writing upon the wall that a system and governments and nations and races of people who dwell in violation of the laws of love, that are not loving, not exalting life, not exalting love, but are instead so engrossed with that which is totally antithetical to what our whole purpose in being is, then there's really no purpose in being and the people are completely in a place where they have no reason to be here when you have no purpose in being, where you have lost your sensibility, you've lost your clarity, you've lost your light, you've lost yourself, you've lost your soul, you've lost your reason for existing. So there is no reason. And I'm just saying is that we have to really understand that where we have a global initiative to depopulate the planet, and then those who are being warred against do not have the sense enough to ask and knock and pray to be able to respond correctly and directly to what the real need is in the now moment when you see your babies are blowing up with all of this disease. And, and the projection is that these children will not live to be 40. They will not live to be 60. They will not live to be 80. They will not live to be 90. And the 90-year-olds that we have now, we have not seen the best of them yet. 
that they got old. They did not mature. They will cuss you out. They still trying to smoke and drink and do all of the things that put them in a place where they have lost their mind, lost their memory, lost the real essence of themselves because what? Because they were fed the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows. Then they went into the, the drinking and the smoking and all of this stuff and then working themselves to retirement and this and that. And now we've got this accumulation and the contraindication of all of these chemicals in their brain and in their glands and in their organs. And so they have the the cancer and they've got this and they've got that. And even if they don't have that, they still do not have the fullness of themselves. And so you see this generation having come this far, then why follow that? We have to come to a point and place where we understand that your duty, obligation, and responsibility as a being is to be dutiful, to be uh, responsible, to be able to respond correctly and directly in exalting a full life's urge for living, for loving, for really being all that you are as this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence to dwell consciously in the reality that you are this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence. That is the commonality. That is the greatest and the least common denominator between us all is that we have a beating heart and we are breathing ones and we did not create ourselves. And we are these ones of those ones that were coming from those ones and those other ones and these ones. And you understand. So it's all the ones, the ones and ones of us to understand the oneness of existence itself. See, we give a lot of rhetoric, it's a lot of lip service and whatnot, but we have to take it to the place where we are consciously caring to be completely cleared and cleansed from all of the contaminants and all of those things that put us in a place where it becomes so difficult to be in harmony with the first laws of life, to love that which is life, love that which beats your heart, love that which breathes you, love that which you call God with your whole body, heart, with your all of your might, to To do that makes it so much easier for you to do whatever else is yours to do by virtue of you being this one that you are. Will you come to a point and place where you care to be in obeyance and obedience or will you continue to rejoice in your right to be wrong? To be in a place where lawlessness pleases you more than lawfulness. But then you want the prosperity, you want the wealth, you want the recognition, you want the, um, the degrees of, of freedom and liberation. There are certain things that you really want that you're working hard for, but you have not really understood that all of those things come so naturally when you are exalting that full life's urge, when you are consciously caring to be in obeyance and obedience, to be who you are, to be in the virtues of character that are consistent with the reality that you are this point and part of this absolute and supreme intelligence and you are supremely intelligent that you acknowledge the oneness of life itself. You know that you're not here to die. You do nothing to undermine yourself. You love those who are of and paying attention to you. You pay attention to those who are yours. You serve them. You honor them. You enhance them, you enrich them, you care for them. 
You understand, this is part of what the real joy in life is. Those who have forfeited their families and forfeited their children and forfeited their relationships because they were so busy making money that they didn't have time for the love. They didn't have time for the marriage. They didn't have time for the commitments. They didn't have time to pay attention to their children. They didn't have time. You understand, then at the end of that life, many of those ones, they die by themselves without ever having lived fully, loved fully, benefited anybody really. When we do not practice wholeness, when we do not exalt wholeness, when we don't realize that our wholeness is about our spiritual alignment with the laws that govern existence itself, our emotional uh, health and our mental acuity to be thinking, to be in a place where we are activating and actualizing our own gifts and talents and the inheritance that is our heritage, that which has been charged upon our own DNA, we are in a place and space where we have to come in a frequency of energy that allows us to really get beyond all of the things that we once believed were true in terms of feeling as though our success in life was about how much money we made. It was about our social status, our tax bracket, how much polished wood, metal, and stone, how much we can get. (laughs) How much of all of this? The issue is there is so much more of you. Because you are a part of this absolute and supreme presence and intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. But at some point, you've got to do something different. You can't do the same thing you've always done and have more of yourself if you have not been applying yourself wholeheartedly towards being in obeyance and obedience with the laws of love. Creating harmony, creating wellness, creating a sense of of well-being wherever you go, being a blessing wherever you show up. It's not rocket science, but it's more difficult to do when your body has been poisoned with all of this stuff that is in packages and sitting on shelves. And even though you might have a nice vegetarian soup, when you put it in the microwave, you have destroyed anything that was healthy in it. When when we are being warred against... As a global humanity, this is everybody. It includes from the blackest black to the lightest light. Everybody is under siege. It is a world conquering rampage. To put people in a place and space where you're desperate for a dollar, you'll do anything for a dollar. You will pimp and whore and do whatever need not be done so that you can get paid. That is not a right mind. We have so much programming that makes killing comedy. We are in a place and space where we have to realize that this world is in a serious detriment because everything operates by absolute law. And the law is the law of wholeness. It is a law of oneness. It is a law of love. And where we are not able to be in harmony with that, with ourselves, with ourselves, with every other aspect of ourself, then we don't get the benefit and the leverage of having done that. 
And for whatever money we've made, for wherever we've gone, wherever we've traveled, whoever we've known, or whatever, you still have not really been successful. Because life is school. And being here is about our self-actualization and self-mastery and self-realization and walking in the integrity of who we are as conscious immortals to realize that we are already dwelling in eternity, that the earth is in flotation and rotation and men do not float her, <laughs> don't, you know, have anything to do with her orbit, her spin, nor the sun's blazing or the energy fields of all of these other planets and worlds and systems and galaxies and whatnot. We are immersed in the phenomenalness, the miraculousness of existence itself. And we are these points of it and then don't appreciate it. Feel as though your blessedness is based upon your things. Your goals and objectives are about what more things you want. You reward your children for being able to regurgitate what they've been given with more things or that which has no substance whatsoever in their video games and in their uh, play dates and the hamburgers and the pizzas and all of this stuff that we are assaulting our baby's cells with. We have the responsibility as men, the progenitor of lineages and women, the perpetuator of lineages to exalt life to ensure the greater way. But when you have those who are not, have, have made, have enticed you, they've enticed you. You understand, with our education, with things, with the polished wood, metal, and stone, with the nice homes, with this, that, enticed you to do that which need not be done. You understand, Coca-Cola being a multi-billion dollar corporation that is literally producing that which has no vital substance and also producing that which is truly a detriment to the cells of ones and ones. It would seem literally impossible for there to be a multi-billion dollar corporation that specializes in producing that which has no nutritive substance whatsoever. Nothing that the human body needs, and then it has become consumed more than that which the human body needs, which is water. And will go into other people's places, other people's land, and corrupt the people, kill the people for the sugar, for the land, for the water, to produce more and more of these products that do nothing but undermine the cellular integrity of these ones, which undermines the capacity of other ones to think. And we must realize that there is an impoverishment of real exalted thought. There's an impoverishment of those who really walk a truly exalted walk. There's an impoverishment of real care and love towards personal development and growth and authenticity for the purposes of fulfilling destiny in leaving the planet as a conscious immortal. It's not a thought in your mind. But 
But to be so focused on acquiring things and and having the uh, respect of ones who really have nothing to really add to you because they are out of alignment with the truth of themselves. Everybody needs the same thing. We need a certain quality of care and hands-on support in living our lives, not dying our lives, but truly living our lives. So loving and living and forgiving and being and manifesting, creating, all of this is part of the activity of growth and maturity. And as we are in this frequency of energy where we say time is really flying, man, we have to come to a point where we really understand that we can transcend it through our thought. But it's easiest when you do the kind of cleansing that is needed to put your bloodstream and your tissues in a place where there are no more artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, antibiotics, hormones, and all of these other chemicals, the nitrates and the nitrites and the uh, all of that stuff that came from the hot dogs and the hamburgers and the spam and the bologna and the hog's head cheese and the chitlins and the pig's feet and the lamb chops and the... Um, the oxtails and the neck bones and the chicken gizzards and, you know, the cow tongue and the tripe and all of this stuff that people eat that is pure garbage, absolute garbage. You understand? You would not take your pet and your pet die and then you put it up on a table and and uh, uh, skin it and and then, you know, package it and freeze it so that you can eat it later. You understand? I'm just saying we're in a place and space where we have to really have a greater thought, a better thought. Whose thought is that? That you would spend so much time entrapping and killing other beings. You understand? And then think that you're killing them is some form of triumph. The hunters. And this is one of the reasons why Africa has fallen so far is because they supported the great animals that were there in being slaughtered for, for sport and for game that we did not follow and obey those tenets and commandments that we were given. We are here not to destroy the earth, not to destroy the, the beings of the earth, not to destroy ourselves, not to be in a place where we are on self-destruct mode. We are here to literally exalt a full life's urge in walking in the integrity of our own authenticity as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and to be supremely intelligent, intelligent enough where we are not killing ourselves and our children and our grandchildren.
But sisters are having children and then don't want to breastfeed. Sisters are having children and don't want to have anything to do with the men that they've had the children by. We are in a place and space where mentally and spiritually and emotionally, we need to be completely revivified and resurrected to stand in the light of the truth of the all that we are, knowing that this is our time, knowing that there is no greater work than to realign ourselves with the substance of ourselves, knowing that this work is what we're here to do, that we are in a place and space where when we each are consciously caring to dig deep within the depths of ourselves to forgive ourselves and forgive all others for the trans transgressions for the trespasses and you must forgive yourself first because you are the are the one who has trespassed against yourself to ever greater degrees than anybody else could have because you are with yourself all the time and when you are reaching for those cigarettes and you're reaching for the alcohol and you're reaching for the sugar and you're reaching for the splendor and you're reaching for the alcohol, uh, the aspartame and you're reaching for all of this stuff that has absolutely nothing to do in you other than wreak havoc. You are your own worst enemy. And then to be so focused on somebody who doesn't have a real regard for the laws of life itself and to think that these ones who are lawless have real power and authority in your life. Your power and authority comes from you getting into the laws of life and respecting it, honoring it. It's nothing wrong with it. You would want your children to obey you. And you keep telling your child over and over and over and over and over and whatnot to, to do this, do this, do this, and they can't do it, they can't do it. That is because you have numbed and dumbed them down to the degree to which it is almost impossible for them to be obedient. And that's the effect of what feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, all of this garbage has done to all of these ones who are grown children, just big children. You haven't matured yet because you have not come to a point in place where you care to be correct, where you care to be obedient, where you care to be cleansed, where you care to be in harmony with the laws of existence itself and that which has created you. That means that you have a lot of growing to do, a lot of maturing to do. But if you don't do do, you, sweetheart, you may miss yourself. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to get out, come to a point in place where you realize there's order, where there's cleanliness. And these people have have hoodwinked and bamboozled us into thinking that manicured lawns and nice wood, polished wood, metal and stone, and all of this is the evidence of having arrived at this and that while your body temple is seething in pure filth, creating all manners of disease, degradation, defilement, mental, spiritual, emotional, sickness, illness, and dis-ease. And this is where we have to be able to respond correctly and directly so that we are able to stand forward as a resurrected people, whole, body, heart, mind, and soul, completely oriented, reoriented, rightly aligned with life itself. 
to be as brilliant as the sun blazing consistently, to be as fertile as the earth, as consistent as she is in taking all of the garbage and transforming, transmuting into somebody's greater good. We're in a place and space where it's time for us to serve our wholeness and to be whole every day. You're in a now moment that is yours, an eternal now moment. This is Adama, your voice of resurrection.